0: This is what's happening, no, no, no.
1: The murderers there. that with the jail, and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell, and discovered the devil delivered some hurting despair. Used to have power to push. Now I smoke of to push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. You run over and out of this bitch. Woo.
0: Come on, do it. Woo. Step into the spotlight. Woo. Welcome to the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast at the final lottery party. One percent. 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 One. My name is Spike Askin, along with a guy that traveled 3,000 miles to be here with you. That is one Mike Levin. Right. Spike paid for the ticket. You paid for the ticket, actually. The end of the day. So, welcome to the final lottery party. Yeah. Uh, At some point during this podcast, I will get emotional about the ride that we've gone on here. During the... well, So, real quick, uh, Mike wasn't at the very first lottery party. No, my parents were, and they've been to every one. How many, people, how many people here were at Miller's Ale House? Miller's in the Ale East? House,
2: the Northeast. The Spencer Hawes guy was.
0: Yep. He sure was, yeah. And then, so for the first one was Miller's Ale House, and I'll never forget, there's this, like, iconic picture of us all wearing our hinky t-shirts, and it's me, and it's little, like, Jake Pavorsky. And uh, Warren and where's Warren and his wife? And we're here. And uh, it was like 200 people. I think that's when we only had white fans. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And now it's like 98.6. No! 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 no. So I remember coming home, and there were like 200 people there, and calling Mike and saying, "You know, man, it was crazy. I think I think this is something." Yeah. And then uh, the second year was at Buffalo Wild
2: Wings. Who is it? The Buffalo Wild Wings run in the Northeast. All right, Buffalo Wild Wings did not expect that many people to show up. No, I I
0: told them to too. It was probably the first time in history that people were tailgating outside of Buffalo Wild Wings because they couldn't get in. They ran out of clean glasses, uh, so that was that. And we ended up with Julia Okafor that year, which was pretty fucking special. Perfect. But then. We move to the big time. That's right. We move right here to Xfinity Live, and then the very next one was
2: Ben. Yeah. Then we got the number one pick. Yeah. I, agree. I jumped on me from, from right up there. Right there. Hinky got fired. We raised the banner. That's right.
0: You know, and uh, and here we are today. Wait, so- you missed one. The picks. Swap, swap, the picks did swap.
2: And they're gonna swap again tonight! Yeah.
0: So, it's sort of fitting that it ends here because the, uh, the number one pick that we have a, ch- a chance for here tonight, even though somewhere in his dungeon, uh, Brian Calangelo will take credit for it and say, I had that number one protection on that pick, that pick only exists because uh, Sam Hinkie traded for it for, from one Vlade Divac, and we sit here with a one percent chance. And it's fitting that it ends tonight. And uh, before before we really get started here, I would like to thank you all. There you are. I would like to thank you all um, for being on this journey with us. This is truly the most special thing in the history of sports fandom, and you're all a part of it, so thank you for being here with us
2: today. This doesn't exist anywhere else. Imagine the Charlotte Hornets. You can't, you can't even imagine the Charlotte Hornets. Well,
0: seriously, imagine being a Warriors fan. If they lose a series- Not interested! On some miracle shot Two days later, they're all in their tech bro condos, bitching and moaning about how expensive their housing is. We lost two days ago, and you guys are out here cheering for draft picks. That's right. This shit is special, man. This is special. So, there's one more guy I'd like to invite up on stage. Uh, there's like a third member of the rights to Ricky Sanchez. His name is Andrew Unnerberger. And he writes for the Ricky. And we, uh, we, we thought he should have his own place on the stage. So AU's corner is right fucking there.
2: There he is.
0: And that's where he's going to sit. So ladies and gentlemen, the only member of the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast that has any heart or any feelings at all, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Otterberger.
3: Woo!
2: I think they're saying right A-U, not Boo. In right? the corner. Just like normal, you have to wait for us to finish before you say anything. Yeah. <laughs> sort of lingering awkwardly, waiting for a Jared Leto argument to start.
0: <laughs> All I said is that he's multi-talented, and your mic doesn't even work here. Now, uh, So the first thing we have to get to is a trial of one Bill Simmons. Now- uh, give, it, give it a little backstory. Yeah, that's, that's what he's gonna do. So I think, I think it's fair to say that podcasts like ours and even like things like this are heavily influenced by, by Bill Simmons and what he's done. I, I was always a big Bill Simmons fan until he became a parody of himself and is a joke. So, so, Bill, over the last couple of years, has, last six years, has talked about the process and what Sam Hankey did in a very disrespectful way. Would you agree? Yeah. So, Bill Simmons was banned from the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast because of how he talked about Sam Hankey. Banned. Oh. Fuck him. Seriously. And all. In all, in all senses of the word. I'm sorry about the one-year-old doesn't even know what the word means, yeah. There's a baby up here. There's and the, a baby up here! And the, the puppy is up here too, right? Is the puppy up here somewhere? I just wanna make sure. Is there a puppy? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Actually, before we get to Bill Simmons, bring the fucking puppy up here. Let's do it. Wow. So uh, this is Justina from the Providence Animal Center, one of our two charities from this year. And uh, what they do at the Providence Animal Center is they take dogs and cats who have been mistreated or don't have homes, and they get them to a place where they can have homes, and they, uh, they nurture them and feed them, and they get them into good homes. And that's what the Providence Animal Center does, so that's why we support them. This is Donegal. And Donegal is available for adoption on Saturday at the Providence Animal Center. Donegal has nine brothers and sisters. He is one of 10. They all sort of look like him. And you can go to media and get this guy. Uh, He's been at the lottery party, like, as a puppy. Could you imagine a better puppy in the entire world? And he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Look at this. Look. I'm kissing the puppy, he doesn't even care. My wife goes like this when I do that. The puppy doesn't even move. So, um, so go adopt the puppy. Um, one more chant for the puppy. Puppy. Puppy, puppy, puppy. puppy. Providence Animal Center. ProvidenceAC.org. Yes, that's where you can support them. So, please support. Big hand for. And our other uh, charity, Coded by Kids, Danae, I think is somewhere, I hope, So, thank you to our two charities while I was in my, middle, my big middle finger thing for Bill Simmons. So anyway, Bill Simmons was banned. And, and then, all of a sudden, I didn't hate Bill Simmons as much because he said my name and the name of the podcast on his podcast. What didn't he say? He did not say Mike's name. That's right. But I did put it in your hands, and Mike decided that Bill would be banned, would be unbanned, but would be on probation for six months. And Bill had that entire six months
2: to invite us on his podcast. It's a long time. Markel Foltz was starting six months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) Plenty of time.
0: Or come on our podcast, and relitigate the process. Well, friends, that six months is up today. Today. Both Mike and I have been on the Ringer NBA show. That's right, John Gonzalez. It doesn't count.
2: So before we make the final decision, he's had Joe House on his podcast so many times to talk about, like, pasta or like DC real estate and he hasn't had us on because he knows he would lose the argument about the process and pasta seriously 2 hours and 20
0: minutes with Ryan Rossillo, who needs that not me so before we get to the official rebanning Bill Simmons Bill Simmons sent a message
4: to all of you. Let's hear it. Hey, Spike and Mike, this is Bill Simmons, founder of The Ringer, the world's greatest website. I've got a special message for you, but first, a word from our friends at Bet Chowder. That's spelled B-E-T-C-H-D-R. Every Fortune 391 company has to have a four-letter abbreviation. Tired of betting on sports that don't involve Boston, even tangentially? Now you can join the only Boston exclusive betting company Bet Chowder. How do you like them apples? With Bet Chowder, you can bet on how underrated Tom Brady is, the over-under for how many Red Sox games he'll have to lose in a row before my buddy Dame Judy Hench sends me an email calling them worse than ISIS, and in what year Jason Tatum will turn 20. It's really ahead of its time, just like the movie Rounders. I know it doesn't actually take place in Boston, but it just feels like a Boston movie, right? Anyway, go to betchowder.com slash BS to get 19% off your first bet. That's betchdr.com. Spike and Mike, I know that today was the deadline to invite you onto my podcast. I really wanted to be there with you today to invite you, but I had to plan a last-minute trip to Vegas with all the fellas. Joe House, cousin Sal, nephew Kyle, deceased grandpa Murph, Zombie Hench, Sully Zero, the Sully who birthed all Sully's, Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg, Vinnie Chase, Drama, Rhiannon Rasulo, Malcolm Gladwell, Chuck Klosterman, and Haralaba? My close friend David Chang opened up a new Mamafuku, which only sells lobster rolls, and House is gonna see how many he can eat before barfing on the live stream. Then Malcolm Gladwell is gonna make the case for why I'm the best Nigerian podcaster, even though I was born in Boston. It's more compelling than you think. Even though I'm not here in person to be on 24/7 watch with the body language doctor, I wanted to make the case for why I should be unbanned. All right, all right, hear me out. First, are we sure banning's good? I banned my son from his phone for uploading a video to Instagram of me shooting a basketball but he was still able to log on and post me trying to do a Fortnite dance. It's unenforceable, so let's just end the charade. Second, there's some real reverse Ewing theory potential here. I've never been on your podcast before, but I really think I could be the thing to take it over the top. I really do. Ever consider having a re-listenable segment where the two of you play an old episode of Rights to Ricky Sanchez and record a running commentary on it while it plays? Or maybe a Ricky after show or Basketball Kevin Wizard Show Jason And Thirsty Shay Break down what just happened We could even trade back some Philly people to the Ricky Like Chris Ryan John Gonzalez Maybe even JJ Redick He is on my podcast network after all If you unban me I'll make a Twitter account for him His first ever Finally I really need you to unban me cousin Sal offered me plus 500 odds that this plea would get me unbanned and I took that bet if I don't get him banned the ringer will have to get sold to cover the costs and the leading bidder is Andrew Sharp none of us want that to happen right anyway ban or no ban I hope you all have a great time tonight and I'm glad you could get choo-choo magic Bomb to come I've always said that he's one of the 17 to 38 best international players, whose name could also be a character's name in a Sopranos spinoff set in Boston. I even wrote a column about it on The Ringer during classics that would be better in Boston week. Now, if you'll excuse me, nephew Kyle brought a girl back to the room that we're sharing, so I have to leave and go play poker for a while. Did I mention that Rounders is a Boston movie? But first, our friends from Pearl Jam. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Bill Simmons is banned. I'm sorry, the length of that thing
2: really entertained me. I can't talk about the Haywood Highsmith on a podcast before you cut me off. And Kill a Cow gets to do 25 minutes to himself impersonating Bill Simmons. Before we get to, uh,
0: I wrote a poem, and we're gonna do that. Uh, before we get to the sponsor Lorette, uh, where Mike hands out the rose to the, the sponsor he chooses. And before we get to Choo Choo Maduabom, yeah. Choo Choo, um, I, I, I think we have to talk at least for a minute about what happened two days ago. Yep. No?
2: Look, look. It's, it shouldn't have gone in. It had no business going in. It shouldn't have even gotten to a game seven if Embiid was even half healthy. They win in six, five? I know that doesn't make us feel any better, but God, it bounced four and a half times. I see it right now, I see all of you people, but what I'm actually seeing is that ball still in the air. And I, I do, I've gotten to a place where I do think this is gonna make us stronger. And I think that, you know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, And so I think we as, we as Philadelphia maybe got a little soft and we needed something like this to harden us up and so we can grow and improve and recognize our Negadelphian roots and then we can run it back next season and win the whole fucking thing.
0: I think uh, before we get to the poem, we should execute, not execute. We should do the sponsorette. So the sponsors of the rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast are all very, are all important to us. LL uh, Pavorsky Jewelers. There we An go. An LL head has poked up out of the crowd. Uh, Paul Green Rock Academy. Yeah. Of course, uh, the Colony Meadery. That's right. Mead. Uh, big barker therapeutic dog beds Cornblow and Cornblow. am i forgetting anybody boy this is going to be awful if i do not oh, the athletics skateboarding of course kinetic
2: not- skateboarding so if we could have and i want to i just want to say because we give them a lot of free publicity but i do want to say the athletics stopped advertising with us like like a year and a half ago. They used us to get themselves off the ground and then they dropped us. Even after Derek Bodner and Rich Hoffman got their start from me. Seriously, Bodner great, Hoffman great,
0: Mike O'Connor great. Five ninety-nine a month is a total fucking ripoff. There's got to be some place on Reddit that posts those articles for free.
2: Kyle Newbeck for
0: free. (laughs) Oh, they're the sponsors. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, can the stage support them? I think so. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, the sponsors of the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast. There they are. Now, Mike said we would do the sponsorette. Ben? Eric? Greg? You, Paul Green?
2: Greg. Wow. wow.
0: Mike said, we'll do the sponsorette and I'll give one of them a rose. Wow. And I'm like, that's great, we'll do it. And I was like, what does that mean? And he said, I have no idea. And it wasn't until Sunday night's podcast, I think, that he had any idea. So, right. Mike,
2: the sponsorette. Take it away. All right. So I have not started this season of The Bachelorette because I'm here and I watch it with my girlfriend. Does anybody here watch The Bachelor franchise? Okay. All right. It's very good. And it is sports. So if you watch it, you will be watching sports. So we have our sponsors here. And man, it feels like I should be making more money. But they do a great job and we love them very much. So we, here we have Paul Green from the Paul Ruby Green Rock Academy. We got Cornwall, and Corblau, we got LL, we got Big Barker Dogbacks, we got Colony Mirror, we got Kinetic Skate Shop. And I have one rose. One rose for one sponsor that pays us the most. Somebody call seat Geek. That's right, or DraftKings. I don't know how much they pay us, cause I don't deal with that. I just get on the phone. But we love all of these fellas. They're good to us. And I wanna give the one rose that I have to someone that means the most. As Milwaukee just hit a home run. That's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough thing to happen during this segment. Okay. No one would have noticed if you didn't point out. No, that. I had to, because I noticed. I'm seeing it right here. Sponsolorette. Sponsolorette. So I, I believe I am the Sponsolorette, and I'm picking someone to marry. Right. And the person that I'm picking to win the Sponsolorette
0: Mike, do you have to
2: sleep with them first? Do you need a night? No. Okay. I know the answer. And the answer is... The fans! You're the spot for it! These guys don't matter, we don't matter. It's because of you, and you, and you, that we're here, so I wanna say thank you. These men are going home unmarried. I marry myself to all of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Thank good you. news is Thank that
0: you. one of them gets to be the sponsorette at the next live That's Ricky. right. That's how it works. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
2: It would have been a real Thank shit you, show guys. if I picked one. Oh, boy. That would Especially if
0: you didn't pick Lee. That's right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of live Rickies ago, I told Mike hey man, at the show I think I want to do slam poetry. And I said, absolutely not. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So I did a poem about Dave Silver and it went over pretty well. So then at the second li- or or the one that happened in the fall, I did another one about all the people who were banned and that went over pretty well. So I was working on the one for tonight And it was originally gonna be about Brett Brown because they hadn't said he was going to be back next year. But Brett Brown is back. And then I thought, wouldn't be clever if I did it about Jimmy Butler. But then I thought, maybe I should do it about all of them and title it in honor of Mike, Run It Back. So at the end of each verse, I'm gonna point to you and you're gonna chant, run it back. Can you handle that? Let's try it just once. One, two, three. Run it back. Let's start with Brett Brown. I'm sick of hearing about how Brett Brown should be fired. You sound fucking stupid, your reasons are tired. And Beach should be on the block I don't like his rotations. That's the shit I see on Twitter and on my very own radio station. But I've had enough and I don't wanna hear it. Like all of us, Brett lived through the process. He wasn't just near it. He helped us get better from 10 wins to 51 to just fun for us to actually fun. He grew rock and TJ. Impressive, I think. But most importantly, this one time, he bought us all drinks. So a message for Josh Harris. Next time the Sixers slump, don't fire Brett Brown, just go buy off Donald Trump. That was for you. Jimmy Butler. This is the last one that's long because I feel like I owe it to Jimmy. That's why I'm doing it. Jimmy Butler's a dickhead. Every one of us read it, but I was the only one who stood up and said it. He thinks he's the point guard. He's the only one who tries hard. I can't believe we traded rock for this fucking blowhard. He's fighting with Brett, he won't shoot any threes. Don't you realize I'm Jimmy? It's all about me. But it started to turn sometime this year. He hit some big shots, Jimmy Butler's got no fear. He likes to dribble a lot, but you know what, fuck it. Because after he dribbles, he usually ends with a bucket. Jimmy settled in, and he played really well. He passed it to Ben. He picked up Joe when he fell. Carl Towns is just soft. Andrew Wiggins just sucks. And Jimmy knew, so he said it. He doesn't give any fucks. Jimmy Butler, you can stay. And those are the facts. And fuck it, it's not my money, so give him the max. One, two, three. JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick lives in Brooklyn with no social media. Drinking artisan coffee, updating his Wikipedia. He can't guard a lick and gets lots of flack, but he's our party boy, so he can stay. Let's just run it back. Run it back. Mike Scott is the best. Yeah. Definitely a Philly guy. He hits some big shots, emoji tattoos, and high eyes. He has his own fan club. It's called the Mike Scott Hive. (laughs) So he can be a sixer for as long as he's alive. One, two, three. Tobias Harris. So I'm sorry, AU, he cost us Shamit and two first round picks. He's been on seven teams and he can't guard a lick. Tobias Harris can stay, but it won't be for free. So we'll give you the max, but next time in the playoffs, don't miss that wide open corner three. One, two, three. (laughs) Boban is enormous. What can I say? He's got a sweet stroke from three but he can't play in May. But he's a great guy, and we sure as hell found a guy to stand in front of Kyle Lowry when it's time for an inbounds. One, two, three. T.J. McConnell. In the playoffs, our T.J. oftentimes didn't get in a game. To hit a mid-range jumper or to run through the lane. But he's been here with us through the blood, sweat and tears. And at the live Ricky, he said, "Fuck a bunch and crushed a bunch of beers. One, two, three. Zaire Smith. Zaire Smith almost died for the fucking process. One, two, three. Jonathan Simmons. No, no, no. Jonathan Simmons. His skills won't get him far, but we need him back to be the human victory cigar. One, two, three. I got two more. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons smiles rarely and doesn't shoot threes but he can guard Kawhi and passes with ease. If you say we should trade him, you'll probably get banned, though I guess it's true, he shoots with the wrong hand. One, two, three. Joel Embiid. Before I start this, I fucking love Joel Embiid. (laughs) Finally, Joel Embiid, the process himself. Everyone's so concerned with his health. No back-to-backs next year, big guy. We need you for the playoffs. So do everyone a favor and maybe take the occasional day off. Better than AD, better than Towns, the best center in the league. Write it in big fucking font. You know what, Joel? You're our guy. So you can eat as much Chick-fil-A as you want. One, two, three. Thank you very much.
2: I was thinking earlier. Yeah? I really didn't expect Jonathan Simmons to be that bad. He's so bad. He's no business being that bad.
0: He was on the Spurs, how does that even happen? I don't know. All right, it's time uh, to welcome our special guest, one Choo-Choo Maddua bomb. Woo! So save your huge applause for when he comes up here and then tear the house down like you always do. A couple of years ago, we released a shirt. They had that on the back. And it had a list of everyone who sort of passed through the... you're gonna, Is this the... Is it yours? Yeah, it's a. That everyone that sort of like passed through the process, you know, Uh, Joel Anthony was on there, AK-47 was on there, a lot of guys were on there, but there weren't a ton of guys that truly embraced how fucking weird we all were. That's right. There is one guy who did truly embrace it, and we thought the final lottery party should be a guy who really gets it. Ladies and gentlemen, the final guest at the final lottery party, Choo Choo Manuel Woo! This is wild, huh?
2: Oh. Press that button. Uh. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. So this is this is pretty cool. Um, you were drafted by the Lakers, and then traded on draft night to the Nuggets before being traded to the Sixers and then sadly traded to the Cavs. And I just want to know why you think it, hap- it your superstardom stardom happened in Philly and not those other places. I still have no idea. <laughs> but I love it, like. Yeah. Do, you, do you still wear that who the fuck is Choo Choo Matthew Bum shirt?
1: I got it up there.
2: Okay, great
1: about to change to it later. There we go. So,
0: I, can I ask you right now, who owns your rights, like, right now?
1: Anybody? Might be Cleveland? I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I think it's Cleveland. Let's, I, let's see how the day goes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I guess my question is, like, when, when, um, when the Sixers trade for you, um, like how do you find out and what is your reaction and because this we're named after the rights to Ricky Sanchez because his rights got traded a bunch of times and he never played here so you're sort of very similar to Ricky Sanchez and that so how do you find out and then like what does it feel like when when someone else acquires your rights like that
1: first off you might need to change the name of the podcast yeah, yeah. It's, it's always weird because nobody tells me I'm about to get traded. I just, I was in Estonia, it was like 12, 12, a.m. And I just looked up, I have a bunch of people texting me off Instagram like, hey, uh, you just got traded. <laughs> Not even my agent, it's just random people. I just saw you on ESPN, bro. So you found out the same way we found out. That's right.
2: Yeah, we might have found out earlier than you. I think so.
0: Yeah.
2: So. You were discovered at Masai Ujiri's big man camp in Africa. You're from Nigeria. And Masai was Denver's GM when he then acquired your rights on draft night. Masai is now the GM of the Toronto Raptors. Yes, he is. So he had nothing to do with it. So I I, I have to know, we have to know, you're a sixer forever. Who were you rooting for in Sixers Raptors? I think Spike knows. What's that? You know who I was rooting for in that. Who team. were you rooting for? What did I tell you when oh, lost? So he told
0: me, after game five, he goes, they got game six, this is going back to Toronto. Don't worry about it, that's he what he can, told He can me. show you
1: the message, I'm yeah. not making this up. He knew it, you
0: knew it. And he, he just told me upstairs, he was like, yo, they could win it all next year if they bring everybody back in a, a couple of event seasons. So. That's
1: right. right! Okay. All right. Exactly. All right.
2: exactly. All right. Well, so, you know, Joel Embiid played 45 minutes uh, in game seven, and the three minutes that he wasn't on the court, they were a minus 12. So backup center is an issue. So in preparation for this interview, I watched a lot of choo-choo tape. I watched some highlights from Estonia, from Mongolia, from Japan. And it looks like you can set a screen, you can roll to the rim, you can protect the rim, and you can move your feet on the perimeter. Can we get you in there for four minutes to back up and beat next season? Come home! Choo-choo, come home! You gotta talk to EB about that. That's right. <laughs> I, would, I would love to see you at Summer League, and that's not a, that's not I would, a joke.
1: I would love that, too.
2: So,
0: uh, Choo-choo just played in Japan, is playing in Japan. I, we always hear about oh, this guy's playing overseas here, overseas there. Um, what is basketball like in Japan? What's it like playing pro in Japan?
1: I mean... Uh... They run a lot. They're a lot smaller. I'm, I'm not. No, they are. I'm not trying to be rude, but they are.
0: <laughs> you're like Boban over there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you get to play against other Americans, so you don't really. You're competing against other. Played against Carl Landry this season. Carl Landry MVP.
2: Carl Landry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was on a team and uh. Choo he- <laughs> Choo, do you know that you're on the shirt that Spike's wearing right now? Yeah, In I've New seen State? this before. I'm right here. There you are. Yeah. I know where I'm at. (laughs) Right below James Anderson and above Drew Gordon. It's pretty good. Wait, Drew Gordon was here too? Drew Gordon was here. He also once tried to have a threesome with my girlfriend before he transferred to New Mexico. That's just true, that's just a true statement.
1: I parted with him one time in Tampa, he's wild.
2: Sure, there you go, okay. All right, Drew Gordon. Um. (laughs) Good, great. (laughs) Why did uh, you admit that? They didn't have a threesome, he just asked. She said no. <laughs> she said no. She, <laughs> said no! she said no! She said no! She said no! She there we go. So, I, I really did read a lot of, of Choo Choo articles in preparation for this interview. And there was an interview with uh, Jake Hyman of Liberty Ballers, where I used to write, and we have some Liberty Ballers folks here tonight. And and at the end of the article, it said, his bond with Sixers fan is the wrinkle in Maju Bum's career he'll cherish. Quote, hopefully I'm always going to have that. Hopefully one day I'll be able to come to Philly and go to a bar with everyone. And here we fucking are. Here
1: I am. I should have been here last year though, because, Spike told me about this, but I couldn't make it. But uh, this year I made sure to come through. I spent like six days in Nigeria because of this and like rushed back here because of this. Yeah, he came back early from Nigeria to be here.
0: We've had your people here from across the country, from Australia, but you were the first person who rushed back from Nigeria. So one of the coolest things about you is that even though you told me you were surprised like how big all this was, you've been really like involved in Sixers on Twitter. Like, you, you seem to get it. Um, I, I guess I wonder what it's like from afar to see all of these people somehow interested in you even though you never played a game
1: there. Like I said, I don't understand it, but I'm just going with it. I like that everybody likes me and I showed them love right back. I can't complain. It's it's not a bad thing that people like me, so. Well, they like you
0: even more now. Like, you're gold here for the, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Just before you ever come to Philly, find one of these people, and you'll never buy a beer again in in Philadelphia. (laughs) Get everyone's number.
1: All right.
2: My number is, (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, well, We really would love to see you at Summer League. We'll talk to the people that we have to talk to to get you on that Sixers Summer League team. A Lot of Sixers Summer League legends that we all still have a lot of love for, so we'd love love to have you there. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yeah. So, uh, you
0: should know this is the sixth year of this, and being the final guest on the sixth year of this means a lot to us that you came back. We all joke that you came back early, but it means a lot to us that you decided to be here with everyone and the fact that you embraced everyone means a lot to all of us and I just wanted to say thank you from all of us for being here on this day to say goodbye to the lottery party thank you Choo Choo
2: thank you for having me We'd, we'd love to get just one for the last time for the last time in lottery party history we'd love to get one Choo Choo trust the process if you could say that for us
1: Trust the process. Yeah,
0: <laughs> See, it doesn't take much. Ladies and gentlemen, choo choo, manual bomb. <laughs> choo choo choo. All right, so we have one final thing. Um, many of you saw over there. uh, And you took pictures with the hinky banner that we raised to the rafters to honor the guy who led all of this. Yep. And Mike had this idea for the final lottery party. He said, we should raise a banner of us raising the banner.
2: Because at the end of the day, it's not about laundry. It's not about which guys come on 10 days. It's about fucking us. And so we should be as obnoxious and self-involved to raise a banner of ourselves raising a banner.
0: Just remember, as I've said before, Josh Harris doesn't own the Sixers. You own the Sixers. So I will point your attention, please focus your attention over there, as the final lottery party act before we get the number one pick as we raise the banner of us raising the banner. most ridiculous thing i've ever
2: seen in my we're going in at, we're going out as dumb as we came in all right so coming up at about eight thirty, the
0: lottery we have a one percent chance of the number one pick that's all we need one percent that's all we need honestly that seems like a lot to me yeah too much Maybe take some lottery balls away and make it harder. Thank you for coming to the final lottery party. Mike and I will be around. We want to take a lot of sweaty cell phone pictures. Um, Let's do one more 1% chant before we end this. 1%! 1%! Louder! 1%! Louder! 1%! 1%! 1%! 1%!
2: 1 Thank you very much. We love you all. Thank you guys, thank you. Oh, let me just say. What? Oh, Okay, because we're about to watch the lottery in a little bit. Yeah. If the, just a little housekeeping. If the Celtics name, the team of the Celtics is not the first name that gets drawn, that means they jumped into the top three. Yeah. So go crazy if that happens. Yeah. If the Celtics are not first, that means they jumped. And even if, so they, obviously we only get it if it's one. But if top it's- Top four, it means top four. Top four. No matter what, we're going thanks crazy. Thanks AU in the corner. Cause it's a, thanks you AU in the corner. Cause it's a crappy draft and they're gonna draft fucking Cam Reddish or some shit. And so if we get number one, obviously go crazy. But first things first, if the Celtics' name is not the first name drawn when, what's his name, Mark? Mark. Mark, what's his name? Mark Anton
0: Tatum. T- Tatum? Tatum? Fuck that! It's- Tatum? That's ridiculous. So, so if 14 is not Boston, it means yeah. we jumped in the And we go point.
2: crazy. I don't know if Ike Reese is here, but he better tackle the shit out yeah, of me. alright. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So,
3: six